hello and welcome to the Already Loved podcast. I am your host, Carly G. Knipe, and today we have a very special guest, one of my very best friends of all time, Anna Dawes. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Anna. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Yes. So I actually know Anna. We've known each other for a long time now, like maybe 2016, 2015. <laughs> yeah. Um, we met in church. Um, I first, I think I first knew your mom because she was having worship nights. Brittany Dodge, she's been on the podcast. <laughs> Y'all know her. I don't even need to say, I don't even need to say anything about her for you to know. Um, and I remember just going to the worship nights and just noticing how unique your family was because you guys all like love the Lord and just also gentle, but also hilarious and amazing and warm and inviting people to be around. Um, and especially you, I actually like I just look up to you. Like, Anna's one year younger than me. I don't even know, maybe two, but it doesn't even matter. Like, I feel like you, I look up to you in so many ways. I love your walk with the Lord. I love your heart. You're so gentle. You're so welcoming. I remember being, like, really intimidated when I first came into your house the first time because I was like, oh my gosh, this is worship night. People, we keep talking about it. I, like, barely know anyone here. And I remember you actually took my hand and took me up to your room and we, like, looked at a bunch of, like, stuff at This This is when we were, like, in high school, guys, and, like, early. But um, it was just so sweet because, and that's just, like, so your heart. Like, I feel like you are the person who will, like, reach out to one person and, like, just, like, make them feel special, make them feel welcome, make them feel loved, and that's so you, and that's so the heart of Jesus in you, and so I'm just so honored to know you. I love you so much. I love you. And guys, she also is an artist on Spotify, um, <laughs> and, like, Apple Music. Anna Doss, super simple, you know how to spell it, like, it's, it's gonna be in here. Um, yeah, her song, Just Breathe, like, totally, literally, first of all, is, like, that was my word for last year, so, okay, well, that's crazy. <laughs> And then on top of that, um, yeah, she's just such a beautiful worshiper of Jesus and, yeah, also just so talented. So Thank you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> um, so, we always start with a song or album or artist recommendation of the day. Do you have any recommendations for us? Yes. Um, actually, an old one. Um, it's called The Everything EP by Bo Maddox. Such a beautiful collection of worship. It's just so pure and 10 out of 10 recommend. I love that. Bo Maddox is always a always a go-to. So amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about purity and the bridegroom. So I was praying about this and asking the Lord, and I've never gotten, like, an answer so quick on, like, (laughs) what we're supposed to talk about, and I think it's so prevalent today. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about purity, um, I don't just mean, like, not sinning or, like, Mm -hmm. sexual purity. Like, purity goes so much further than that. And so when we're talking about this today, like, I want to everyone listening to this podcast, like, I want to invite you into, like, just talking about this in a way that isn't, like, shameful, or it's not, like, to, like, hit you over the head with the Bible and tell you to be better, like, this is an invitation to freedom, because this is what I realized is on the other side of holiness and purity and sanctification is freedom. Ultimately, the Lord wants to free you from the bondage of sins, like, how many people, like, we can all raise our hands here, um, when you're, like, living in sin or when you actively know that like what you're doing is wrong or just anything like that like it's such a weight on your conscience and like it's also a trap like it is always empty promises it always leads you to like not feeling fulfilled in what you thought was going to satisfy or what you thought you needed or what you thought you wanted um but that's where purity comes in because Jesus calls us to a life of purity not to be boring or to like like deprive us of joy but actually to give us fullness of joy so that we're able to walk in freedom um and I know that personally like firsthand as someone who has been broken from like 
addiction and um, just all sorts of sin like that. Like I know firsthand like what the freedom feels like when you are completely pure. And that's what Jesus calls us to. And that's what he actually speaks over you. When he died on the cross for you and when his blood was shed for you, he justified you. And so that means that we are pure and holy and blameless in his sight already. So there's nothing that we can do when we're talking about this. There's nothing we can do to like make us more like holy or more justified than we already are. He has already called us justified. So this is just us coming into that and stepping into that. Um, So before we start, I wanted to ask you, Anna, just a little bit to share a little bit of your walk with the Lord, a little bit of your testimony. Yeah, for sure. I, so I grew up, Brittany Doss, my mom, oh, love her so much. <laughs> grew oh up gosh. in such How do you feel a... that everyone calls her first and last name? Like, it's never just Brittany, it's Brittany Doss. <laughs> Literally every time. Um, grew up in such a beautiful family. Like, mm. I know that what I grew up in is very rare, um, and it's it's been such a blessing, but I yeah. grew up in a family that absolutely loves the Lord, um, and not only loves the Lord, but constantly like lives out their life for the Lord so growing up in that was so beautiful because I know that's so rare and like Mm -hmm. just to honor like my mom and dad in that in the way that they raised me is so different than what I know um but my journey with the Holy Spirit was very different too because we always like we knew about the Holy Spirit we knew all about like what it says in the word about the Holy Spirit but I feel like I really didn't enter into that until like 2019 maybe yeah but was when I found out about prophecy and just more like operating in the spiritual gifts and that was like a whole nother like eye-opening I was like whoa this is so much more than like like how did I not know about this before so there was who was was gonna tell me (laughs) literally so that was definitely such a beautiful thing to Mm -hmm. enter into because I think it was I think it was even something that I knew before but I just didn't have language to put to it yes so it was just kind of learning through how to be bold in what the Lord has called me to so that was wild but so beautiful yeah and then walking through like worship and what that looks like for what the Lord has called me to do in that has been beautiful even in this season yes has been wild to see the testimony of what I'm doing now is something I would have never done a few years ago. Mm. I was super insecure and would never sing in front of anyone, definitely wouldn't play an instrument in front of anyone. So the fact that the Lord has me traveling to different churches and different states doing worship is like wild because I would have never done that. So to see the freedom in that, um, how the Lord has walked me, that has been amazing. That's so good. And I honestly have like just a personal testimony of Anna, like, because we've just known each other so long, like, we have been through all of this all of together, it. and, uh, yeah, like, I remember we started having worship nights at Britney's, and we were just, like, you know, it was just all of us, like, musicians who barely, like, knew each other and barely <laughs> knew how to play together and, like, play spontaneously and, like, follow the spirit in that, and I remember, like, um, you would be singing, and I, I, I was always, like, close to you, I could hear you, um, but I remember your mom would just be like, sing it out, Anna, like, sing louder, like, you know, but now, like, just hearing how you have stepped into that boldness, and you can just, like, like, when you feel the Lord, like, leading you in a certain direction when it comes to worship, like, you go there, and you go there like unwaveringly and like without hesitation and it usually almost always no it literally always like brings me closer to the feet of Jesus and it is always where we're going and it's just yeah so you lead so well in that way um I love that I love that you like had such a beautiful experience growing up and like 
it is so unique to have like a family like yours and I love that you see that and like the Lord's hand is all over that um and I just love like that testimony of just like yeah like I've just always known the Lord and like I just get to grow closer with him like that's so beautiful and like that's something that I want for my kids that's something that I want for like just the people around me um so that's so good yeah yeah and to speak to like people who grew up in like a similar situation that you're like I don't have a testimony like I just grew up and I always knew the Lord like there's definitely still a testimony in that yeah because I grew up for like Bronx time I was like I don't all my friends have these crazy radical testimonies they're like they're I was dealing drugs and Literally. like sitting every day <laughs> but just kidding we all encourage, oh, facts <laughs> but to encourage you that like you have a testimony so to walk through the Lord and ask him about like what he's taught you like every single one has a testimony and yes. there's none is more like greater than the other like they all have such beautiful purpose in yes and the the way sometimes we get caught up in testimonies and I think it's because we start to make it about us and that's (laughs) where it gets like really and I'm saying we as in like me like I make it about me um but that's where it starts to get like oh my testimony but it's like no it's literally all of it should point to Jesus and all of it does point to Jesus and I think there's a beautiful testimony in like when you grew up in the church and like you just have always loved Jesus because it shows his hand of protection over your life and like not that he's not protecting other people but just like that's so much intentionality behind like that whole story and so yeah no one's testimony or no one's story is like any less value than anyone else's because they're all just so different but yeah so Anna tell me a little bit more about like purity and your your walk with the Lord in that way yeah I know like I know that's something that the Lord's always called me to is to live a life of purity but Mm -hmm. that specific like sentence is something that I didn't really break down until like a few years ago that I was like whoa like this is what he's called me to do is to live a life of purity. And that's something that can feel really lonely at some times because it's just very different than how a lot of people live their lives. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of walking through what, what that looks like. So there's like the world's view of what it looks like to live a life of purity. And then it's breaking it down of what does the Lord say like that should look like. So, Mm -hmm. and it's also different for different people too. I think that the Lord calls people to different things in general yes, but like to so specifically impurity like there's so many different layers and so yes. many different levels of that um yeah like what's sin for some for one person like the holy spirit gives us different convictions and exactly. so what's convicting to someone might not be convicting to exactly. the other person so and just like you were talking about like there's not like a level of holiness yes. or anything like that but it's it's such a like invitation just yes. to call you deeper yeah so talking about purity what does purity even mean and how do we walk in purity yeah i definitely feel Like, that's something the Lord has been walking me through for a really long time. I had heard, like, that sentence, like, living a life of purity Mm -hmm. over my life. And I heard it so many times, and I've heard it from the Lord. So it's something that was, like, confirmed. Yeah. But I didn't really step into, like, asking the Lord, what what does that mean for me? Like, what does that really, really mean? So that's something that the Lord has been taking me deeper in, in every single year of my life love that um but learning about what is like there's a difference in like the world's point of view of what it looks like to live a life of purity and then like what the lord says in the word like there's so much in the word about what the lord says to live a life of purity yes but then also unique like for every different person like what does that look like for them because i feel like it's different for different people and the lord calls people to different things obviously but learning what that means for me was like really cool just to sit and ask the Lord like what have you called me to yeah and to like really listen to his heart for me in mm-hmm. that because I know it's all like 
just to bring me closer to him. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. I think, like, yeah, sometimes purity does get, like, a bad rep, especially in the church when it's, like, like, I think about, like, purity culture and, like, the whole, like, there's a lot of shame attached to it um, sometimes, but, like, that is not the heart of God. And so anytime that, like, I just invite everyone to, like, think critically about what you're hearing when it comes to, like, because purity is such a, like, such a touchy subject, I guess, and I think the enemy loves to mess with the way we view um, holiness and, like, that's probably, like, his favorite thing to do for us because it makes us question who we are and who God is. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, when you hear stuff, like, I just encourage everyone, like, take that to the Lord and ask him, like, what is your heart in this? Because, like, it just gets so diluted and so, like, um, it can get really complicated really quickly. But he's not a complicated, like, God. Like, he's simple with us. He loves us. And his heart for you is for freedom. It's not to, like, like, squeeze you or put you in a box and, like, yeah. Like, I just want to, like free people of that because that's not at all like I lived I walked in shame for so long because I thought that I was doing something wrong by even like having thoughts or just like Mm -hmm. I thought that that, like there was something wrong with me and like especially just as a female in the church and like (laughs) all of the things that come with that like um and so all that to say God's desire for you is to walk in freedom Mm -hmm. and that is what purity is about it's not about just not sinning yes but yeah, when you're when you're listening to this, I just like challenge you to hear the heart of the Father, to not hear this in shame or condemnation, but like such a beautiful invitation from him. Yes, that's so good. Bars right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And so that actually takes us into like this whole next part of what we are talking about, which is knowing Jesus as our bridegroom. Um, I think purity is what allows and opens up for intimacy with him, and that intimacy is knowing him as our bridegroom. Yeah. And it can sound weird, bridegroom, like, no one says that, but, um, yeah, like, in the Word, it talks about knowing Jesus as, like, like, he is our bridegroom, and he's coming back for one bride, and that is the church, and that's us, and so that is what we mean by that. Um, you can read more about it in Revelation. (laughs) So such a, like, a light, easy read, like, Revelation, (laughs) but, yeah, that talks a little bit more about it, and, yeah, so... Anna, when you think about knowing Jesus as your bridegroom, how have you experienced him as that? Yeah. Going back a little bit, because I feel like this will enter us in, like, really well. Mm -hmm. Um, So in Matthew 5, it talks about purity, and that's, like, all the Beatitudes. And the Lord comes in, I'll challenge you to go read it, like, read Matthew 5. Yes. Um, But in verse 8, it says... God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. And going with another verse in Psalm 24... Um, in verse three and four, it says, who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, those with clean hands and pure hearts. And when I read those two, like immediately, I was like, whoa, like special access, the pure have special access. And that just challenged me to like really dig deeper into that. And it made me also like excited to live in a life of purity because I was like, whoa, like I get to see him rightly. So that goes into like bridegroom is like as those things and like any like cloudiness or haziness is like taken away like we get to see him like for who he is yeah so, that's so good that like really challenged me to like dig deeper into what that was so yeah um but going into bridegroom <laughs> that. um I knew the Lord is father I knew the Lord is friend but I did not understand 
like the revelation of bridegroom yet like yeah. I'd heard it and I was like yeah like bridegroom but like I really didn't I really didn't understand yeah, at all absolutely. um so I got invited to help lead worship at this retreat in like 2020 um with our friend that lived here in Texas mm-hmm. and at the time we weren't living here so my mom and I like flew down to come to this and I had absolutely no clue what it was going to look like but mm-hmm. it was through that weekend that I entered in to this revelation of him as bridegroom wow. and it changed literally every single aspect of my relationship with him and if you think about like relating it to world relationships because like our relationship with the lord is a relationship with a real man yes exactly like if we think about you know you hear all these stories of people who are like best friends like super super close and then they start dating and it's so funny because like guilty Because you know, like, you know them so well. You're like, mm-hmm. you're my best friend. Like, I know everything about you. Yeah. But it's like, somehow, yet still, when you start dating, you're like, I know you. I don't know you at all. You're like, like who are you? <laughs> literally. And so I feel like it's such a deeper relationship to be like, whoa, like, how did I not know this before? Yeah. And I think that was, for me, like, when I met the Lotus Bridegroom, it was such a sweet, beautiful, like, intimate revelation of, yes. like, him just opening himself like and seeing like he always had himself open but I just didn't see it wow and so as I was walking through this I got to be like whoa like you've had this open but I just I haven't seen this yet Mm. so that was so beautiful to enter into and get to see him like in such a new way and it wasn't like you hear like people say like different sides like when you hear that phrase towards someone like it sounds awful like mm-hmm. it sounds like they're like, like different sides of someone like, yeah but it's not at that at all it's more of like all these like different revelations that just like blend yes. together like, and, different like, facets make of their personality picture yes. yes oh that's so good so that was that was just so like wild to experience mm. him in that way um yeah. so i definitely like challenge you to like look into like what does it mean for him to be bridegroom and what does it mean for me to be bride because like it's both like we have to learn ourselves as bride and we have to learn him as bridegroom but as we learn him as bridegroom we will get to like see ourselves as bride so it's kind of like it goes back and forth and they connect each other the more that we see him rightly the more we actually are able to walk in our identity as well yes which is just so crazy and that's such a good way of putting it i love that you said like you knew him as father like you knew him as all these Mm -hmm. different roles but like knowing him as bridegroom is so different Mm -hmm. and that's so true like i think also like someone who you know like has what i would call a broken family in many ways i think Every family has a little bit of brokenness in it because we're all humans. But um, it can be hard when I hear the word father. Like, that can be, like, I can just, like, there's a lot of emotions that follow that. And so, like, it is so beautiful to have just different roles that the Lord plays in our lives. And one of those is bridegroom. You know, like, there's different aspects of his personality that we can get to know and understand. And that's the beautiful thing is that, like, he is so much more than you think he is and he's so much greater like he has so much depth to him and it never ends and so like with a person you get to a point where you know everything about them and you're like okay we're good like I know (laughs) I don't need to know anymore about you but with Jesus like it never ends and it just keeps getting better and better and that is just how he is and so I love that um that aspect of his personality of being bridegroom and yeah like that is such a good um like segue like I would challenge every person to ask the Lord, like, what that means, Mm -hmm. what that looks like for them. Um, Ask the Lord to take you to some passages in the Word that, like, talk about Him as the bridegroom um, and talk about the church as His bride because Mm -hmm. sometimes I used to read that and be, like, disconnected to it because I'd be like, oh, the church. But I'm like, no, we are the church. (laughs) He lives in us. We're temples. Like, 
And so, yeah, you can read that and insert yourself into that and, like, see what he really means and his heart for you. So I think I have, like, a practical of, like, so purity, bridegroom, how do we connect the two? Like, how does this go together? Um, But I think, like, I've walked through this process of, and I'm still walking through the process, so, like, give yourself grace. (laughs) Yes, Like, the one thing, give yourself grace, Mm -hmm. because I feel like a lot of times we're really hard on ourselves. Yes, agreed. So, no, like, give yourself grace. Um, But I'm learning, walking through the process, what does it mean to make the Lord my one thing? And uh, I think, as we're singing, like, all these songs about, like, you are my one thing, like, none other compares to you, like, let everything else fade away. Um, we're like, what does this mean? Like, how do we, how do we do this? How do I do that in my life? Like, I still have to do homework. Like, (laughs) literally. So, I've been really learning how to, like, continue. It's just a continual surrender. Like, Mm, at the end of the day, simply, it's continually laying it down. And, like, like, this is what I desire. And he knows. Like, the things that are in your heart, too. Like, he's placed desires in your heart. Yeah, Um, And it's not bad to be, like... I want a relationship. Like Yeah, or like I want to have good friends. Literally. Like, that's yeah. a good desire. Yes. But like it's like continually laying those down to him. Yes. But when he becomes like our one thing, that's when we're like we're walking in full adoration. Like it's just yes. like you're looking straight at him and it's like all your love to him. Like yes. all, like just straight, like, oh it's all to you. Yes. And I think through that is when that becomes like there's a purity in that and so it's like mm. we're lovesick for him yes. but it's not a lustful lovesick it's yeah. like such a pure like I love you <laughs> it's just yeah. like simply as that so I think that like practically walking through how do I lay down the things that have been occupying my mind that yes. aren't from him and this is so simple like this is just a conversation with him yeah like it's so simple just to be like just like walk this out like there's a simple conversation with yes. the Lord but how do we lay down the things that are taking up our mind what does it look like to set ourselves apart to make him our one thing like yes. and that's a continual like process like yeah. to really be like how do I make him my one thing and yes. I think that's like an everyday thing <laughs> that's so good and that's literally sanctification yes. like that's so good and yeah honestly like chances are you probably know like the thing that's holding you back from like experiencing him fully and not that like we have enough power to, like, mm-hmm. do that. But, like, there's some times that, like, we just have mental blocks because I'm, like, listen, I know I'm, like, idolizing this area or I know that, like, you know what I mean? Like, chances are you know. And so, and if you don't, like, yeah, ask the Lord to reveal that to you and he will. He's faithful to show you. And I love that, that it really does tie in, like, purity and knowing him as your bridegroom and, like, letting him be the one thing because this literally reminds me of my word for 2021, <laughs> which was one. Wow. And it really meant, like, one pursuit. Yeah. And that is what purity is. It's like shedding off everything that doesn't belong so that you just have one thing. And that is Jesus, you know, like that is what purity means. Um, and I think like, I've literally, I think I've used this analogy in the podcast before, but I know I'm, I love ramen so much guys, but so when you boil like in the broths, like when you're trying to make a broth for ramen, you start boiling, like a bunch of bones and like a bunch of veggies and stuff and slowly but surely all of the like scum and like the fat and like the gross stuff will rise to the top and like you have to scrape that off like over a course of like pretty much overnight is what they say to do um and that is what creates a really rich creamy broth and like (laughs) I can't I'm just such a foodie but yeah and so that is what that's what purity is Mm -hmm. it's like all of the things that we don't need anymore Mm -hmm. rising to the top and the lord like gently is scraping those off and 
that's what makes us like that that's what refines us and just makes us better and ultimately leads to more freedom and like of just a pure love for Jesus like there's nothing and you probably know this like anyone listening knows this like there's nothing better than like having a clear conscience when you love Jesus like and knowing like oh my gosh like I'm good and not that like like this is what we were saying earlier is like it doesn't mean that like the things that we love are bad like Mm -hmm. I love my family I love my boyfriend I love my friends and like these are things that I've desired and that I like I appreciate in my life but that doesn't mean that those things are bad but it means that they will never be higher than Jesus is like they will never be on the throne of my heart and that's what purity that's what Jesus being our one thing really means is us recognizing like Jesus you are like the end goal you are the thing and I think the way that I like um the way I see it is if one of those things in my life, so let's just say accomplishments, friends, family, boyfriend, like whatever, if any of those goals in my life, like if any of those were to be completely obliterated one day, like would I be okay? Would I still be satisfied in Jesus? And if the answer is no, then I know that I have an idol. And that can be really hard, especially when you love your family. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to be harsh right now, but Mm -hmm. it's just the thought of like, man, like if I never got to like lead worship ever again, if I never got to do this podcast ever again, if I never got to like disciple like girls my age or like any of these like dreams and goals that I have had, like if I never did any of those things, but I still had Jesus, would that be enough for me? And if it's not, then I know exactly what I need to surrender. Mm -hmm. And that's the best part is that surrendering doesn't mean that we like get rid of those things in our life, but it just means that we see them rightly and we see Mm -hmm. Jesus above them all. But yeah, before we wrap up, is there any advice that you would have for someone like in high school, college age? Mm -hmm. I know we are high school, college (laughs) age, but yeah, well going like in this topic, I feel like there honestly, like, and I know we've said this, but I feel like there can be a lot of shame around Mm. it too, especially if, you have people around you that you look at them and you're like, they're just, they're so pure. Mm. And like, I don't understand how I could be that. And then on the other side of like having people around you that like are not choosing to live that life. And Mm. you're like, if I choose to do that, like they're going to think I'm lame. (laughs) Or like it it can feel lonely sometimes because you're like, I'm, I'm called to this and I don't know how to walk this out because it feels like, you know, awkward to, like, be in the car and be like, I don't want to listen to this kind of music. Or, like, yes. just, like I don't want to like, watch, this, not kind watch this movie. <laughs> yes, literally. Stop. Have we lived the same life? Like, I think we have. And that's, like, that's really hard, and that's so, like, that's so real. So know yeah. that, like, you're not alone in those feelings. Yes. But I would just say to ask the Lord, what is some practical steps that you can take to start to live a life of purity and like yeah. no one it's never too late like you yeah, can be like oh my gosh good. like it's too late I've already I've already passed all the lines I've already went into all the doors like <laughs> no that it all is the like doors. it is never too late because he's constantly calling you and those things yes. like are so like he doesn't remember them so yeah. I heard someone say one time like he doesn't remember them so like who are we to remember them and I was like wow. that's really good that's so good so like know that it's never too late but ask him just practically like it's, you know, when going into New Year's, sometimes it's hard because when we get into this point, we can be like, I have to change everything about my life. And it's just something that everyone does, like, when they go into the New Year. Mm-hmm. But, like, asking the Lord, what is what is one thing today yeah. that I can do to live a life of purity? And That's maybe good. the Lord says, like, spend the whole day off of your phone and, like, read the word. Or maybe he's like, go on a walk. Like, let yeah. me talk to you on a walk. And just, like, ask him 
one practical thing that you can do to like set yourself apart and it can be mm. something like every day that you can wake up lord what's one thing i can do today what's the thing and then day, yeah. you're it's a continual decision that you're making then every single morning to like walk into purity with the lord yeah that's so good i 100 agree yeah it is never too late like seriously you are never too far gone ever and um i like there have been so many times that even like even like I just like spend one week like not reading my Bible and I'm like uh, I'm too far gone but it's like no like or there's other times that I've like spent years running from the Lord and like but he, I'm never too far gone like we are never too far gone and so yeah he loves you and it's so worth it I think that's the thing too is it is worth it mm-hmm. to live a life of purity because in the end like it isn't really about like us or like our sin or anything like that like it's about honoring him and so when we say Jesus you're everything to me Jesus like I love you and like this is literally what he says and this is what we talked about with Hannah Ward and the cost of falling Christ is like it it cost your life but he's worth it because he gave his life Mm -hmm. and so it can feel like purposeless and you can be like why am I doing this like what's the point of this but seriously the pursuit of holiness is a good good thing and it's worth it because he's worth it because it's unto him this is your way of honoring him and living a life of worship because like sometimes we think worship is just singing but it is not just singing like worship is a heart set and it's this is what it looks like to live a life like fully devoted to him is choosing to live and walk in purity and it's worth it Wow. Well, thank you so much, Anna, for being on the podcast. Um, I'm so grateful for our friendship. I'm so grateful for you. We will definitely have you back. And everyone, stream her music (laughs) on Spotify and Apple Music. I'm literally going to hype you up, like, every day of my life. Um, But, yeah. Well, I love it. It's been been so beautiful walking through, like, just music in general. Working on some new things. That would be fun. I know that the Lord has more, so just walking through. When and when and where? <laughs> when, where, how? Like oh my gosh. all the things. That's so funny. Aww. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. As always, you can follow the pod at Already Lift Podcast or follow my personal account at KG Nipe. You can also follow Anna at It's Anna Doss on Instagram. A N N A D O S S. Pretty simple. Um, and you can always follow the Heartful of Heaven ministry page, with, which is just Heartful of Heaven with dots in between each word. Um, unfortunately, the regular Heartful of Heaven <laughs> was dot, taken. Um, not full dot of heaven. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, ugh, love you guys so much. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend. Love you guys. Bless you. Goodbye. Goodbye.